This morning, I have signed an executive order which institutes a stay-at-home directive. No Maryland resident should be leaving their home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential reason, such as obtaining food or medicine, seeking urgent medical attention, or for other necessary purposes. A lot has changed in the last couple days in Maryland with COVID-19. First, starting at 8 p.m. Monday, March 30th, people must stay at home except for essential personnel and essential activities. This is the latest in Governor Larry Hogan's efforts to slow the spread of COVID-19 in Maryland. I'm Heather Mangilio, and this is Frederick Uncut. Just in the past week, the number of positive cases has increased by 397% in the state of Maryland. And sadly, the number of deaths here in Maryland has tripled from 5 to 15 over the weekend. We also experienced a tragic coronavirus outbreak at the Pleasant View Nursing Home in Mount Airy which is in Carroll County, where 67 residents have now tested positive and 27 members of the staff are also experiencing symptoms. It took nearly three weeks for the National Capital Region to go from zero to 1,000 cases of COVID-19. It took just three days for the region to uh, more than double from 1,000 to more than 2,500 cases. I'm going to recap a little what has happened over the past few days. So let's start with this stay-at-home order. Now, a couple days ago, Governor Larry Hogan had closed all non-essential businesses, which he was saying is not the same as a shelter-in-place or stay-at-home order. But not much has changed between that order and now what is in place in Maryland. You can still go for a walk, although you're suggested to only do it with people in your household and you have to practice social distancing guidelines. So no groups of 10 on a walk and stay six feet away from people that you might not know. Besides that, if you work for an essential business like the media, a hospital, a fast food restaurant or a grocery store, you still can go to work. But places like grocery stores have been asked to have less people work there and Basically, any business is asked to do as much telework as possible now under this stay-at-home order. The other difference with this stay-at-home order is that being found to not be going to an essential business or an essential activity is actually punishable by a year in jail or a $5,000 fine. And Maryland State Police even came out this morning and said, if you get into a car crash and it turns out that you were not going to an essential activity or essential business, we can prosecute you for violating the stay-at-home order. And we've seen two incidents of this that have been a little bit more public. One was a Charles County man that this happened over the weekend before the stay-at-home order, but he had a bonfire with 60 people. So he was violating the guidelines to say you can't have more than 10 people. The second incident was actually yesterday. It happened in Carroll County at 
the Boston Inn, which is a hotel slash motel thing on 140. And that involved a Lutherville man who was having a party for teenagers. And this came right around the time of the stay-at-home order. But again, he had a party that had more than 10 people, which is no longer allowed under Governor Larry Hogan's orders as the governor tries to decrease the spread of COVID-19 in our state. So it is slightly before noon on Tuesday. And right now we have about 1,664 cases of COVID-19. Now these are only confirmed cases in the state, which means that people who are not being tested and there have been testing shortages are not included in this number. These are only the ones that have gotten tested and have a positive case. And about an hour ago, Dorchester County, which was one of the only counties in Maryland without a case, announced that they have a case. So all but one county in Maryland now has a case of COVID-19. In Frederick County, we have 33 cases, which is about a four-person increase since yesterday. And in Carroll County, our neighbor, there is an outbreak with at least 77 patients of a nursing home testing positive for COVID-19. And in Howard County, another one of our neighbors, there has also been an outbreak at Clifton T. Perkins, which is a psychiatric facility that mostly involves forensic patients. The Baltimore Sun reported yesterday that they are reporting that there is an outbreak there. So one aspect of COVID-19 that hasn't been discussed as much is insurance. And there are concerns about insurance for those who are losing their jobs as companies lay people off due to the financial situation COVID-19 has put us in. And for those people, you can get insurance um, through the Maryland Health Benefits Exchange or COBRA, which is um, another way that you can get insurance continuing after you've lost your job. But the Maryland Health Benefits Exchange, which is our, which runs the Maryland Health Connection, the insurance market, is actually doing a special enrollment period because of COVID-19. So from now until April 15th, you can enroll in health insurance if you've never had health insurance before. And I spoke with Michelle Eberle, who is the executive director, a little bit about why they decided to do this program. And this is the second one that they're uh, running. They're also running a special enrollment period that's tied to taxes. But because of COVID-19, they wanted to make sure that there was enough health insurance options out there for people who might get sick or might need health insurance right now. And so you can go to the Maryland Health Benefits Exchange. You can uh, do it online or you can use their app. They also have a call center and you can sign up for health insurance if you do not have it. And in talking with Michelle, um, I met, she mentioned that right now is a great time to get health insurance because you just never know when you're going to need it. Well, we like to say during open enrollment all the time, especially for younger individuals um, who feel that, you know, they don't need health insurance, they're healthy. We always say you never know when something is going to come up where you're going to need that peace of mind of health insurance. And sure enough, here we are with a pandemic where we know that anyone who has severe symptoms and is and goes into the ICU and has to be on a respirator, that's going to be a very costly treatment. So the fact that having insurance and maybe paying a copay or paying a deductible would really be a lot less than the cost of the medical care that's going to be required. And that's just not for this pandemic, that's for any unexpected injury or illness. So another story that we've been covering at the Frederick News Post about COVID-19 is the food banks across the county. 
And the food banks are in dire need of donations because people aren't going to the grocery stores as much and buying extra food. People are thinking about what they might need for quarantine and also money might be tight because someone might have lost a job or been furloughed. So the food bank has been asking for more donations because they still need to feed families even during COVID-19. And you can read more about that by reading Hannah Heim's story at fredericknewspost.com. Another story Hannah covered was actually about weddings because when Governor Larry Hogan and other uh, state governors said you can't have more than 10 people in a gathering, that put a hitch in some people's wedding plans. So Hannah talked with two couples that have decided to postpone their wedding um, until after COVID-19 and when they can actually have more people at the wedding with them. And again, you can find that store at fredericknewspost.com. Another industry that's been really hard hit by COVID-19 is the restaurant industry. Because while restaurants can be open, you cannot go to a restaurant and sit down for meals. So waiters and waitresses are having a little bit of trouble because they might have been laid off from their jobs. They might not be getting the tips that they usually get. So Frederick County has a virtual tip jar, which is helping the restaurant industry. You can donate to the tip jar and that is going to help people in that industry who were laid off or are having trouble financially because of COVID-19. And that story was covered by Erica Riley, and you can find that story as well on fredericknewspost.com. As always, you can find all the stories that we mentioned at fredericknewspost.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook as we continue to cover COVID-19. Frederick Uncut is produced by me, Heather Mangilio, from my childhood bedroom in Ellicott City, where I am practicing social distancing and staying outside of Frederick, and edited by Graham Cullen, who lives in Frederick. We will see you soon.